G'day gentlemen, I'm Simon Niblock, licensed clinical psychotherapist and your host of Manifesto, Mental Health for Men, a podcast for men who want to improve and maintain the quality of the most valuable asset they possess, their minds and their mental health. In this episode, we're examining the skill of critical thinking. Specifically, we're going to explore what critical thinking is, how our thoughts are formed, and how they influence our experiences and what kind of thoughts block your ability to think critically. Finally, we'll dive into uh, some concrete techniques designed to help you enhance your critical thinking skills. Before we dive into this meaty subject, I welcome you to subscribe to this podcast channel, either on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcast episodes. Gentlemen, let's explore the subject of metacognition, also known as deliberate critical thinking. There's an old quote that resonates for me when I think of the importance of developing the skill of critical thinking. Watch your thoughts, they become your words. Watch your words, they become your actions. Watch your actions, they become your habits. Watch your habits, they become your character. Watch your character, it becomes your destiny. Lao Tzu. What sets humans apart from the rest of the animal kingdom is our innate ability to engage in complex thoughts. It's a bit like a never-ending choose-your-own-adventure novel. We engage our brains all day, every day, to navigate our way through life, trying to make it to a desired destination while avoiding all the pitfalls that come along. Good decision Good decision-making relies on our ability to carefully decode each situation, map out possible outcomes, and then select the option we best believe will serve us. This process is called critical thinking. Critical thinking is a skill that comes naturally to some, and with a little work, can be developed in others. Being able to think critically about a situation is a huge asset that will help you build stronger relationships, achieve career goals, and give you a greater feeling of control in your life. What is the practice of critical thinking and when do we use it? Well, you use critical thinking skills all day long in both planning and problem solving, from simple tasks like choosing what you're going to wear each day or picking which brand of toothpaste to buy to real complex situations like settling at a disagreement with your spouse or planning the sales campaign at work. Different from simply reacting to a situation, good critical thinking involves gathering and analyzing information in an unbiased way, deciphering what's actually true or untrue, and then formulating a sound thought, opinion, or a decision with the objective to influence a positive outcome for yourself and others. In theory, critical thinking might not sound difficult to accomplish, but in reality, there are some real barriers that prevent people from developing the skill. The problem lies in the way we develop our thoughts and our beliefs. Most of us believe that our thoughts are based on facts and hard-won knowledge gathered through our experiences in life. However, the truth is, each of us is outfitted with a unique filter that colours our experiences and creates fault lines in our thinking. Unless we examine our thoughts and how they are formed, and question our preconceived beliefs, we limit ourselves to a cyclical and potentially small-minded window of thinking rather than actually critically thinking. 
So why is thinking about thinking valuable? We all learn and process information in different ways, and the term metacognition refers to our ability to examine our thoughts, to understand how we process information, and finally, to realize how our thoughts influence our actions and our emotions. Essentially, metacognition is a term that means thinking about thinking. Why is this important in the process of critical thinking? When we become skilled at examining our thought processes from a more objective standpoint, we have the power to question our preconceived assumptions, be more understanding of others, and to be more open to alternative views. The effects of authentic self-examination can greatly improve our lives as we expand what we believe to be possible. Now, here's an idea. Don't believe everything you think. Funny. Our lives are guided by our minds and the nature of our thoughts. It's pretty easy to take for granted the power of thought, but what we think creates the reality in which we live in. Cognitive theory is a well-researched concept that states our emotions and our behaviours are dictated by our thoughts. Rather than simply reacting to stimuli in a predictable way, our emotions and behaviours stem from the complex networks of beliefs, values and assumptions developed through our unique individual experiences. However, what actually shapes our experiences? Before we can effectively explore how to critically examine and potentially challenge our thoughts, we need to understand more about how our thoughts are shaped. From the moment we are born, we are trying to make sense of our experiences by assigning meaning to the things that happen in our lives. By making inferences and assumptions and drawing conclusions based on our experiences, we establish a foundation of knowledge from which we operate. Now, through this process of meaning-making, we formulate a system of beliefs and opinions that influence how we continue making meaning of each new experience. From this perspective, it's easy to see how reality becomes a subjective concept, depending on each individual's unique skills of experiences and their interpretation of those events. We make meaning all day long. Imagine, for example, a mother repeatedly reminds both of her boys to put a coat on before going outside in the cold. One child might interpret this as his mother being thoughtful and worried about his well-being, while the other child might think this mother is trying to control him and thinks he isn't smart enough to make his own decisions on his own. One event, two very different interpretations. If somebody cuts you off in traffic, you might think, what a bloody jerk. Or you might think, wow, that person must be really, really running late. If you don't get the raise you expect, you might think, well, I guess I'm never going to get that uh, raise and I'm never going to get ahead in this company. Or you might tell yourself, perhaps I should be more direct and talk to my boss about the position I really want. Our thoughts do not condense in our minds as though they were formed in an airtight vacuum. How and what we think is strongly influenced by our families, friends, teachers and culture in which we live in. Each of these influences moulds our beliefs, our values, our assumptions, our guiding rules and principles. Let's go into these in a little bit more detail. Beliefs. Well, beliefs are 
explanations we tell ourselves to make sense of the world around us. These thoughts are deeply ingrained into who we are, feeling almost concrete and playing a large role in the choices we make and how we perceive the world, other people, and what we think is possible. Values are thoughts that guide our sense of right and wrong. These beliefs are generally tenets that we follow that can impact all aspects of life, such as spiritual beliefs, the careers we choose, the way we construct our personal identities. Though many people have shared values, no people value exactly the same thing. Principles, on the other hand, are non-negotiable laws or rules that guide our lives, much like gravity. Our principles are thoughts that guide our actions because we believe them to be true no matter what. Rules. Now, rules are social constructs, and they're designed to govern our behaviours, but they're up to each individual to employ. We also have our own personal rules or limitations we place on ourselves because we believe that following these rules will create a positive outcome in our lives. Assumptions. Assumptions are strongly held beliefs that are not based in fact, but are more similar to making a hypothesis that guides our actions. Unfortunately, assumptions are often irrational and based in bias because we believe them to be true, and it can be difficult to catch ourselves in the act of making an assumption. So, now that we've examined some of the different types of thoughts and how they are developed, you might wonder, how can you ever know that something's true? If so much of what we think we know is based in the shifting sands of our individual filters of reality, how do we know, how do we learn to trust ourselves to think critically and make good decisions? Well, being aware of the way external influences uh, and your internal interpretation of those experiences shape the way you think, well, that's the first step in dismantling any blocks you may have on the path to thinking critically. The next step is to take a conscious action or taking conscious actions that hone your critical thinking skills. These steps may feel a little clunky at first, but over time you'll discover that they come more naturally. And as you become an expert critical thinker, you'll discover a life where you feel like you have more control over your actions reactions and the outcomes that those create. How do you develop your critical thinking abilities? We're going to consider three tactics today. Tactic one, adopting open-mindedness. Critical thinking is only possible if we examine our own thoughts and preconceived ideas and make room for new ideas. We also have to maintain a certain amount of flexibility in our beliefs and be willing to shift our perspectives. Our minds are sponges that soak up the information we surround ourselves with. What we read and what we listen to, the shows we watch on TV, and the people we hang out with influence our thoughts. If you saturate your brain with negative images or messages, your thoughts will gravitate to be negative too. Likewise, if you only listen to messages from one media outlet or only hang out with one particular type of person who shares your belief system, you're going to miss out on, on the opportunity to expand your perspective and open your mind. Instead, fill your life with diverse people and experiences. Read information from different outlets and engage in conversations with people who have different views that differ from your own. 
Try stepping into their shoes to see life from a different perspective. Ask a lot of questions with the intent of understanding. World travel is also an excellent way to crack open your mind and expand what you think is possible for your life. Seeing firsthand the way different cultures live and relate to another is an incredible way to develop an open mind. Tactic number two, identify what, what might get in the way of critical thinking. It's a bit of a catch-22. It's hard to know what you don't know. How can we identify our blocks if we believe those thoughts are concrete facts or just the way things are? If we're able to think critically, we have to become aware of our own biases and get clear on why we think what we think. Self-examination happens in layers, but a good place to start is by writing down what you believe to be true about a situation. Then, through the process of Socratic questioning, you can pull back each layer of that belief to uncover any misconceptions blocking your ability to think critically. Then ask yourself, how do I know this thought to be true? Is it always true in every situation? Where did this belief I hold come from? What do I gain from this thought being true? And finally, what else might be possible that I've overlooked? Tactic number three, clarify and challenge your own thinking. When you are practicing critical thinking, Systematically go step by step to gather and organize information and analyze its validity before coming to a conclusion. Consider these questions. Question one, what has happened or what is happening? Only report the facts without attaching any story or meaning to them. Question two, why do you care? Does this event feel like it is threatening you or offending you in some way? If so, Ask yourself why you feel this way. Why does it matter? Question three, play the devil's advocate and try to see the situation from a different perspective. Ask yourself if there is something you might be missing or have forgotten to consider. Question four, consider the source of your information. Use your discernment to evaluate whether or not the information you're receiving is coming from a pure source or if they stand to gain by misleading you. Now, gentlemen, when you develop your critical thinking skills, you might be surprised about how much your life transforms for the better. Instead of feeling beholden to your instant emotional reactions or guided by outdated beliefs that no longer serve you, you'll feel more empowered to form conclusions based on your consciously examined thoughts, knowing why you think, what you think helps you articulate your thoughts, communicate better in relationships, and produce more positive outcomes in all facets of your life. Now, if you're listening to this podcast, chances are you're already making an investment into the most valuable assets you own, your mind and mental health. To subscribe to this podcast channel on either Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, and join our community of men who are seeking practical ways to grow and evolve as modern, as modern men. Thanks again for joining me this week for this episode of Manifesto, Mental Health for Men. Cheers, gentlemen.